Hello one and all to another episode of Deep Law. Today we are going to be addressing the conspiracy that President Eisenhower met aliens. Cast your mind back to 1954 if you will. The French took a loss in Vietnam at Dien Bien Phu. Eddie Fisher, oh my papa, was top of the charts in America. And most importantly to this conspiracy, Dwight D. Eisenhower was US President. He would often take vacations to Palm Springs in California. On the early hours of February 20th in 1954, Eisenhower went missing to the point where he missed a publicly scheduled dinner. During this secret time he was away, he went to Edwards Airfield Base. Navy Commander Charles L. Suggs reported that his father had attended the meeting between Eisenhower and the aliens. These aliens were said to be Nordic in appearance, with blue eyes. Two of them approached Eisenhower and began to start a conversation, while one of them kept near the UFO to keep a lookout. Charles Suggs noted that the discussions were polite, and Eisenhower wanted to establish a treaty. However, the aliens did not agree and would not until America ceased testing nuclear weapons. A man by the name of William Cooper, who was part of the Naval Intelligence Briefing Team, had access to certain documents. He reviewed these documents, and it stated that the ETs have warned Earth that they were on a path of self-destruction and wanted to encourage long-lasting peace. In addition to William Cooper's evidence, a man by the name of Gerald Lights wrote a letter claiming to be an eyewitness to the Edwards Air Force Base meeting between Eisenhower and the aliens. Gerald also noted that he saw several Air Force officials asking for permission from the aliens to study the aircrafts in which they came in, and proceeded to do so. Unlike William Cooper, who was a respected government official, Gerald Light's account has been questioned. He believes that he is a clairvoyant and loves the occult. However, in contrast, one of the ex-directors of the Borderlands Sciences Research Foundation, which specialises in psychic research, paranormal and ETs, believes that Light did see firsthand what happened. Upon returning the next morning, Eisenhower told everyone that he chipped a tooth and had to go see a dentist for an emergency appointment. However, the Eisenhower Presidential Library has kept a report on all of Eisenhower's medical and dental records. There is no reference to a broken or chipped tooth at the time related to the Palm Springs visit. Furthermore, Eisenhower would often send acknowledgements to people that he was in contact with during his stays. There's records of these acknowledgement letters sent to people who sent flowers, the minister who gave the sermon at the Sunday service he attended, and people who met him at the aeroplane, but there is not a single note sent to a dentist. Furthermore, and more anecdotally, the dentist's widow says that she has no recollection of ever being told by her husband that he was able to do dental work on the president. Even at the time, the excuse of dental work was often called a cover-up. The rest of 1954 went normally, and Eisenhower did not go missing again. It should be noted that Eisenhower was a big believer in extraterrestrials. He himself has came out when he was a commander in the army as saying that he believes in aliens and always wanted to meet one. Fast forward to 1955, almost a year since the first meeting that Eisenhower had in February. Approximately 300 people claimed to have seen Air Force One land at the Holloman Air Force Base. Conveniently, the Holloman Air Force Base in New Mexico is only about 120 miles away from the well-known Roswell incident. 
It was said that shortly after the plane landed, the pilot instructed the tower to turn off all radio while the president's plane was on the tarmac. A bit of time after the plane was landed and the radio was turned off, it was said that three round objects were seen in the sky. One landed about 200 feet in front of the Air Force One plane. Another hovered over the area as keeping watch, and the third one disappeared from visibility. A man, presumed to be Eisenhower, descended the steps of Air Force One and started shaking hands with the beings at the door of the saucer. Strangely enough, he then entered the unusual aircraft and he was in there for about 45 minutes. After leaving, he was not wearing a hat and was clearly visible to many eyewitnesses, all of them who recognised him as President Eisenhower. Now, all of these are eyewitnesses. They could be cranks, they could be people that, you know, didn't think they saw what they actually saw. However, a respected author and a former Pentagon consultant called Timothy Good actually came forward in 2012 specifically to talk about um, Eisenhower's meetings with the aliens. Timothy Good said that, like most ETs, they wanted peace and they were trying to negotiate some sort of positive settlement for Earth's problems. It also indicates, as previously said, that they wanted to discontinue testing nuclear weapons in the US. Furthermore, Timothy Good goes on to say that at first they wanted the public to be told about their existence, um, however in the final treaty that was signed after 55, they decided that they wanted to remain a secret. Ultimately it stated that Eisenhower did sign a treaty with the uh, race called the Alien Greys, and it's been reported that there are five main terms in this treaty. The first one is that the aliens would not be involved in our affairs, and in turn, we would not be involved in theirs. Secondly, they would help us with developing our technology. Thirdly, they would not make a treaty with any other nation on Earth. Fourth, they could abduct humans for various experiments, but had to provide names of all of these to the Earth's Majestic 12 Committee. And fifth, the public would not be informed about the existence of the ETs. So the Majestic 12 was uh, a reported program, I don't believe it's been confirmed, uh, issued by the President Harry Truman that was in charge of retrieving any alien spacecrafts or anything to do with extraterrestrials they were tasked with. So number four on the treaty essentially said that they can take citizens of Earth so long as they report them back to the American um, alien department. And that, my friends, essentially concludes the Eisenhower Met Aliens conspiracy. For a bit of further reading, in 1964, three UFOs were seen, uh, allegedly, to fly into the Holloman Air Force Base, where they met a few other government officials, which was the same place as the second time Eisenhower met them. And uh, apparently throughout the years, there's been a lot more specifically at Holloman Air Force Base. Um, just a little background reading on that. So it's quite a compelling one in terms of people that have said that they've seen it or people that can vouch for Eisenhower's meeting. Either way, it seems to have a lot more uh, substance than some alien conspiracy theories that are out there. There, It seems to specifically focus on Eisenhower, but there does seem to be a lot of information backed up as to why they would focus on Eisenhower. Um, but overall, it's been a very interesting bit of research, me doing this. 
Thank you very much for watching. I hope you've learnt something today. If you liked it, leave a like, and if you want, subscribe. I'd greatly appreciate it. We're going to work our way down the conspiracy iceberg and try and find some interesting conspiracies. And I'd love for you to come along with me.